0: Hello, and welcome to Breakthrough with Brit. I am your host, Brittany Wekauser, and we have a fun and compact show for you today. I'm very excited as this show is to provide our listeners ways to lift you up through real-life stories and testimonials from people who are overcomers. Ladies
1: and gentlemen,
0: welcome to the Breakthrough with Brit podcast, where together we break through it all. Breakthrough it all. Keep your hopes high and volume up. You're listening to Brit. This episode is called Reaching and Achieving the Impossible. My goal is for you to be inspired by a well-accomplished young entrepreneur, QVC host, and Olympic athlete hopeful Courtney Webb. Her successful career as a TV personality and model has not stopped her from searching for her biological family as she was adopted at birth. Her new book called Embrace the Hit will inspire you to never give up on what matters most in life, despite all the success this world has to offer. I don't want to give away too much as special guest Courtney Webb will be stopping by for a quick chat, so stick around keep your hopes high and volume up. You're listening to Brit. We're here in studio and we have QVC host, entrepreneur and Olympic skeleton hopeful, Courtney Webb. Welcome Courtney to Breakthrough with Brit. Hey, Brit. How's it going? It's going well. How are you? I'm doing all right, just hunkering down here, but doing well. So I am thrilled to have you on the show, Courtney. As our listeners might not know, but we actually met each other back in college at Baylor University in Texas. We both were in the same sorority, Kappa Alpha Theta, and it's so great to reconnect with you. As so much has happened since graduation, oh my goodness, so much. But yes, I know we definitely have been a while since we've been able to connect. (laughs) So please get us up to speed on who you are, what you you're doing now and what keeps you so busy. Yes. So right now, my full-time
1: job is a QVC host. It's a national TV station that is TV shopping. So I help you shop online and on air. And so that's kind of what I do as my day job. And then I also happen to be training for the Winter Olympics in a sport called the skeleton. And that's where you go face first down the bobsled track around 85, 90 miles per hour. And your, your chin's just kind of skimming the ice as you go down. And so the those are the two main things that I do, spending my time.
0: And uh, and then I also just happened to release a book during quarantine. So <laughs> it's been pretty busy. Oh, my gosh. That is a lot going on. I can't wait to see you in the Beijing Games. That's going to be so fun. And what an accomplishment to get to that level with um, your athleticism. Uh, thank you. And, you know, it does take one step at a time right now. My focus
1: is to get on the national team, and that's coming up next month. So once you pass that, then you're going to do five races Um on three tracks and you're going to hopefully do well on those and that kind of begins your process into hopefully qualifying for the Olympics in 2022.
0: Well, best of luck to your upcoming races. And Thank you. to kind of backtrack, uh, your day job is being a host on QVC. So what your you yeah. to becoming a personality on television?
1: Oh, that's a funny story. I was actually working in New York as a co-founder to a fitness tech startup, and one day I was with my husband, and we're uh, part of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We're members there, and we go to the temple. It's kind of where we go and worship, and so we were in there, and I got this prompting that just kept saying, go apply for broadcast journalism jobs. It was so random. I had graduated 10 years ago with a degree in broadcast journalism, but didn't really get into the field fully. I kind of went out on my own, did some entrepreneurial things, worked for Lululemon and a couple of other small businesses and startups. And then here I was in New York with my husband and I'm like, he's looking for a job, not me. Why am I being prompted to go look for this job? So my husband just goes, well, you just got to follow it. You don't know where it came from, like where this thought came from. So I Googled broadcast journalism jobs when I got home. And the first thing that popped up was a host on QVC and it was on indeed.com. And I applied to the job. I, I literally looked at it. I read over it. I turned the TV on and I was like, I think my dad used to watch QVC. <laughs> and then that kind of spun into, I was one of 17,000 applicants and they hired six of us and there's only four of us left.
0: Oh my gosh, that's incredible. Well, yeah. you stand out amongst 17,000 and of course you stand out. You're Courtney Webb. <laughs> uh, you're so nice. <laughs> Well, the list of accomplishments you have is incredible. And now beyond your career as a QBC host, um, you've always been athletic. And so let's kind of tap into what brought you to where you're at now with trying out for the Olympic Games. Can you share with us how your dreams of becoming an athlete at that Olympic level came about?
1: My parents, I'm adopted, and my parents uh, put me into gymnastics at the age of three. It was just kind of something where the pediatrician said, your, your little girl's pretty flexible. You should put her in gymnastics. And literally, that's how I ended up there. And so I did gymnastics from three to 13 competitively. I was doing it before school, after school, on the weekends. And I was like, I'm going to be an Olympic gymnast. That's what I wanted. I looked up to Dominique Doss, Dominique Mucciano, Shannon Miller, and then newsflash, my parents were like, you're really tall. (laughs) Like I just kind of sprouted up um, right now. I'm 5'10". So you can just imagine gymnasts are not that tall. And so that kind of said, nope, that's not going to happen. And then my parents ended up getting a divorce when I was in fifth grade. And so then the finances to fund such an expensive sport, were just not going to be something that worked either. So I let go of that dream. And it was actually really hard because it was everything to me. And my mom threw me in every sport in my high school, and I just gravitated towards lacrosse. And so I actually did track lacrosse and cheerleading in high school, and then I played lacrosse at Baylor. But the thing was, was that it wasn't going to be something for me that transitioned to a career. And so there's no lacrosse in the Olympics. There is a USA national team, but that wasn't something that was on my radar. So I kind of ended like most people in college, your athletic career. And for someone who's grown up their whole life from three to, you know, however old you are when you, when you graduate from college, you realize I've been doing sports my whole life. And so you feel like you lose a part of yourself and, it's a little hard, and you try to do these little workouts on your own, but it's just not the same. And so one day, I was working at a WeWork on 28th and Park in Manhattan, and a girl who was working in the same office space just walked up to me, and she said, you have the perfect body type for skeleton. <laughs> and I thought, I'm sorry, who are you and what are you talking about? Well, newsflash, this young woman happened to then go on to win the silver medal at Peo Chang in 2018 for the bobsled. And at the time, she was just training for the Olympics. She hadn't gone to the Olympics yet. And I said, I don't know what it is. And she told me about the sport. And I was so caught off guard but intrigued that I went back to my desk, googled the skeleton, found a combine, and then within a couple of months went and did my first combine for a skeleton. And that's how it kind of started.
0: Five years in the making can be yeah. a long time for anyone, Courtney, but you've really been ready ever since three, <laughs> ages that is, to fulfill your childhood dreams of becoming a Olympic athlete. So not only did you have aspirations to becoming an Olympian, you also had dreams of finding your biological parents. Uh, you were adopted at birth, like you mentioned, and you grew up in the Midwest. So share us um, your story and what recently happened this past November in 2019. Oh yeah, this is
1: just there's certain times in your life where you just go, oh my gosh, the Lord's hand is in so many things. And this was one of them. Because I was on QBC, I actually became kind of, I guess you could say in front of people. And I start to tell those who are watching, that I'm adopted and things like that. And I was adopted. I was born in South Dakota. My parents brought me down to Nebraska. We stayed there for a stint. And then I kind of had my whole upbringing from second grade until I graduated college in Texas. And then I moved to New York right after that. And here I am. I go from New York. I get this job at QVC to Pennsylvania and I'm living in Pennsylvania and one day I'm sitting in a parking lot and I have a voicemail and this person on the other end says I think I found one of your family members would you be interested in meeting them and I was just like a family member like who could this possibly be and I'm talking to my husband and he's like you gotta call him back you gotta call him back because so I called him back with my husband on speakerphone and they're like yes we found a very close relative we noticed you did that DNA the ancestry DNA spit test and I put it on ancestry and this person this family member had done the same thing and we matched, and we were like a really high match like very close in relation so immediately I thought oh it's got to be my birth mom or my birth dad and I was just like, well, we, we, I got to keep going, I gotta keep moving on. Well, eventually I find out that this person who called me is from the network TLC, which is a, a channel that you can watch and they have a show called long lost family. And this family member of mine had reached out to long lost family and said, I want to find my family. Will you help me? and Lo and behold, I'm the person that they found. Now, I have no idea who this person is. I don't know if it's male, female. I don't know what relationship they are to me, how old they are, what their life is. I know nothing. And TLC has you come to a place, and it happened to be Omaha, Nebraska, to meet my family member. And so you don't meet them until the first time on television. So that's the show. The whole point is that you don't know anything about them and then you meet in person and it's, it's a little dramatic, obviously, as you can probably imagine. And I sit down and the person who walks through the door happened to be my half-sister. Her name is Amanda. We are 11 months apart. She is older than me, which I'm the oldest of my family. I'm adopted and I have four step siblings and I'm the oldest of all of them. And she's also adopted and she's the youngest of all of her siblings. And so immediately within seconds, all of a sudden she became the oldest and I became the youngest and we just hit it off and we have the same birth father. We both have different birth moms, but we were both born in South Dakota and both raised by two parents in nebraska within a couple of miles from one another and and now we're we're like we're we can't be separated we're just best friends we love each other and we're sisters and that whole meeting and that whole experience has been one that i'll never
0: ever ever forget Oh my gosh, what an incredible story, Courtney. You know, I had an opportunity to see that TLC episode, and it's so inspiring, especially since I knew you in college before you met your half-sister. I mean, you had hundreds of (laughs) swirty sisters. And to actually find someone that looks like you and is your blood, that is such a huge blessing the Lord brought you together. Yes, for sure. I mean, it is crazy because we actually, we talk alike, we kind of look alike. Now, leading up to this moment, how did you choose to commemorate your life life story? Because you have quite a few incredible aspects to your upbringing. So I have a book that's out right now for pre-order.
1: It's called Embrace the Hit. And it really is just that. So in skeleton, you actually have a phrase that a lot of us say, which is embrace the hit. It's where you're going down the ice track, you know, 85, 90 miles per hour, and you realize something messes up. And within milliseconds, you're getting slammed into the ice wall. Well, you have two choices that you can make. You can either deflect it and try to steer away from the ice wall. But inevitably what happens is when you steer away from the hit, it actually drives you into the wall harder and faster and at a worse angle. than if you just were to embrace it, take it, get the impact quickly, it sometimes can realign you and set you up for a really good track going forward. And so with that mentality, it started to kind of resonate with me that That's kind of how I was going about my life was I had a lot of circumstances, whether it's from my parents' divorce or having financial troubles troubles going to New York, because I can tell you right now, I don't think you can ever have enough money before you go to New York (laughs) to not be struggling, but I mean, really, every aspect through jobs, relationships, career, you know, pivoting on things that just happen out of nowhere. You can either embrace the hit or you can choose to do something different. So that's what the book is all about and it's called Embrace the Hit and it's out for pre-order right now.
0: So Embrace the Hits can be ordered anywhere online. And I love that it can also be a life motto and that can be applied to so many people. I mean, even myself, as I think through all the obstacles that I have to overcome. Well, you have such a diverse portfolio and set of experiences that people would only dream of having. Or how would you guide someone listening right now to achieve that entrepreneurial spirit you have today?
1: I would say the first thing I would advise anyone to do if you're going out on your own or you're going to try to build something or you're going to shift from a career that you're already in to be an entrepreneur is really to first speak it out loud. You have to tell someone what you want to do or what your idea is. you be shocked at how many people will support you, how many people will help you. And it also helps you think, it helps you to brainstorm and realize, well, what's the next step I can take to act on this idea or this desire or this prompting. And so I
0: always just say the first thing you can do, which is so easy, is talk about it. I think that's wonderful advice, Courtney. And as we wrap up our time together, I always ask our guests the same final question. So if you had to tell your younger self, breakthrough advice, what would that advice be?
1: Oh, well, I mean, seriously, don't be afraid. You spend so much time being afraid or being scared or thinking of all the worst cases that could happen. And I just say, come on, like think like a kid. And also if you mess up, it is totally fine. Nobody has everything figured out the first time. You have to fail to figure things out. And definitely also just like embrace that hit, embrace the failure and know that you just one step closer to knowing what you should be doing versus maybe what
0: you shouldn't be doing. Great advice, Courtney. Well, if you want to see Courtney's full episode on how she reunited with her half sister Amanda go to TLC's documentary Long Lost Family episode 6 What Family Feels Like Plus, you can order Courtney Webb's new book on pre-order, Embrace the Hit. Courtney, I'm so excited that we're reconnecting right now. And I hope that you have all the best of luck with your upcoming races and look forward to seeing you at the 2022 Games. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yes, prayers go up for that. I really appreciate it. Thank you for coming on the show, Courtney. Thank you, Britt. Have a good rest of your day. Well, that's all for today's episode on Breakthrough with Britt. Thank you for listening, and special thanks to Courtney Webb for joining me today and for inspiring us that family means everything and that striving for the impossible can be obtainable, so never give up on yourself. Join us again next time when we talk with health enthusiast Claire Ditch on her entrepreneurial journey to simplistic living and mindful eating movement called Peak of Clarity. You're listening to Brit. If you're not yet a subscriber to this podcast, please subscribe now. You can help us increase our exposure by giving us an honest rating and review. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to share this episode with others. If you want to share your story, visit us online at breakthroughwithbrit.com. Thank you for tuning in today on Breakthrough with Brit.